Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to the science of success. Introducing your host, Matt Bodner. Welcome to the Science of Success, the number one evidence-based growth podcast on the internet with more than 3 million downloads and listeners in over 100 countries. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Science of Success. We're releasing this because it's a topic that I'm super passionate about and lots of listeners will get a ton of value from, but it's not part of our regularly scheduled programming. So stay tuned on Thursday for a normal episode of the show. In this interview, we discuss how to create an external brain that lets you keep track of your tasks, projects, ideas, and inspiration, while freeing your conscious mind for the most productive and focused thinking that you can do. We explore how you can connect the external world of meetings and events with your internal world of ideas and thoughts in a uniquely powerful way. And we demonstrate how you can save up to 144 hours a year using a few simple techniques with our guest, Charles Bird. I'm going to tell you why you've been missing out on some incredibly cool stuff if you haven't signed up for our email list yet. All you have to do to sign up is to go to successpodcast.com and sign up right on the homepage. On top of tons of subscriber-only content, exclusive access, and live Q&As with previous guests, monthly giveaways, and much more, I also created an epic free video course just for you. It's called How to Create Time for What Matters Most Even When You're Really Busy. Email subscribers have been raving about this guide. You can get all of that and much more by going to successpodcast.com and signing up right on the homepage or by texting the word SMARTER to the number 44222 on your phone. If you like what I do on Science of Success, 
My email list is the number one way to engage with me and go deeper on what I discuss on the show, including free guides, actionable takeaways, exclusive content, and much, much more. Sign up for my email list today by going to successpodcast.com and signing up right on the homepage. Or if you're on the go, if you're on your phone right now, it's even easier. Just text the word SMARTER, that's S-M-A-R-T-E-R, to the number 44222. I can't wait to show you all the exciting things you'll get when you sign up and join the email list. Today, we have another exciting guest on the show, Charles Bird. Charles is a productivity and organizational expert and the founder of The Bird Word. He's known as one of the world's foremost Evernote gurus. And as a productivity expert, Charles coaches CEOs and entrepreneurs on how to kill the chaos of information overload. Charles, welcome to the Science of Success. Thanks for having me, Matt. Well, we're really excited to have you on the show today. And it's funny, I'm super pumped uh, to have you, especially because I'm so passionate about Evernote and longtime listeners have absolutely heard me talk about this, share this, et cetera. And so I actually, listeners may not know this, but I actually sought you out, Charles, and basically said, this guy is one of the world's top experts on Evernote. And I wanted to bring him here and share with everybody at Science of Success how powerful and impactful Evernote can be. Yeah, it's it's an honor to be here. And I'm excited to dive into some of the topics that will help both save people time and reduce their stress at the same time. Awesome. And, and and that's what, I mean, I've I've had such a tremendously powerful impact from my life from using Evernote. And the funny thing is I'm, I have multiple Evernote tabs open even right now and during any interview to keep track of my interview questions and all the notes and, and, and comments and show notes from the conversation. And so even in real time right now, it, it's basically an ever-present thing in my entire life and helps organize pretty much everything that I do. I'm with you, man. I've got a, a note up right now and it's tagged with your name. It's tagged with science of success. It's tagged with podcast. And uh, it, you're right. Every single meeting, every idea popping into my head at random hours on jogs or here or there, like it's it's always, always around. Even from the first thing when I wake up, um, I do a four minute Tabata workout and it's a YouTube link, right? And I don't want to look that thing up every morning. So I've used Siri shortcuts in Evernote. So I simply press the button and say Tabata workout. It pulls up that Evernote note, which has a link to the uh, YouTube video. And like from from the second I roll out of bed throughout my day, it, it's ever present. Well, you're already dropping some seriously tactical knowledge. And I want to get into that. But, you know, it's it's funny um, I, I even will wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and, and just jot ideas down in Evernote that I've been thinking <laughs> totally of. And, then, and the next morning, I'll get up and sort of categorize and file those and, and, and figure out how they apply to whatever I'm working on. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. I was working on this uh, rebranding exercise. And so I'm coming up with all these name combinations and checking the domains. And so, yeah, last night, I don't know, it's probably 4.30 in the morning, like three new names pop in my head. I like grab my phone, uh, capture them, and then, you know, keep reviewing them in the morning. So it's what it is, is part of, part of a system that you trust. And it, it's always there for you. And when you know exactly how to apply it to your life, your profession, your business, it starts really empowering you. And it's uh, just becomes a second part of your your consciousness. It's like a 
external memory that's always interfacing with your internal systems. It's exactly the way I was going to describe it. I, I view it as an external brain, basically, that keeps track of everything I want to keep track of. And I only have to make sure that one information gets into it and two, be able to pull information out of it at the right time. And I think that that system or that idea maybe it was was either originally from or got popularized by GTD getting things done, which was this notion of build a build a trusted system, as you said, and then input information in the system and execute on the outputs of the system. But you can save a tremendous amount of cognitive load and processing power simply by having the system do the bulk of that work. And you don't have to worry about it and constantly keep everything juggling in your head. Yeah, I I was fortunate to have David Allen on my show over the summer. So I got to talk with him about this stuff. And one of the things I just adore about using Evernote is it gives you a place to capture stuff from your own mind, the ideas that are popping in your head, your task lists starting to form projects. You're the source of that information, uh, even if it's taking photographs or adding in uh, attachments or things you've made. Plus, it lets you collect everything from the outside world, from paper documents, receipts, forms, on the cell, on the phone, at work and at home. And it it, it lets you have one simple system that collects both your internal and external worlds from emails and paper documents and all of that in one place. And then uh, I'm sure we'll dive into it here as well. But when you learn how to recognize something's interesting or important and capture it and then tag it appropriately, That that is the framework for finding whatever you need in five seconds, what, which I call your five-second superpower. That's such a great way to think about it. And I truly believe Evernote is a superpower. I mean, it's, it's something that absolutely helps me keep track of everything. And it, it's funny... Longtime listeners of the show will definitely remember and think back and may even have a copy of this still. But the uh, one of the first, if not the first sort of free giveaways that we ever created for the Science of Success listeners was a guide called How to Organize and Remember Everything. And I'm somebody who's known uh, amongst, especially amongst my friends and stuff for having an amazing memory or always being able to pull up an article or a book or whatever and keeping even all the books that I read, I keep this huge array of book notes and summaries and mind maps and all this information. And that that free guide or free giveaway was something that I was so passionate about that topic that I created for the listeners. And one of the cornerstones of that was to to use Evernote. But I, I totally agree. I think it's absolutely, if you apply it in the right way, it can become essentially a superpower. Yeah, really. You know, I worked in the Silicon Valley for 15 years. I was a director at a billion dollar software company. And when I left there, and wanted to create online trainings focused on productivity and streamlining it, like the whole array of from how to shape the most productive days to the tools to use to the the mindsets involved. I listed out all the things I felt I could create trainings on and there was about 40 of them and then I kind of honed in, okay, what are you really good at? And it <laughs> shrank to like 12. And then I just looked at the that list and I I asked myself, what's been the most useful for me in all kinds of contexts from managing projects with budgets of $5 million to starting a company to remodeling a house to raising a family? Evernote was always at the top of the list. So I'm like, well, I've I've designed some pretty unique and uh, useful workflows in Evernote. Why not try sharing that with people? 
And most people have heard of Evernote. Most people, three-fourths of your audience, probably actually higher with yours, already have Evernote on their phone. And they're using it for a couple things here and there, but they're likely not power users like like you are, Matt, or li- like I am. They're maybe using it to capture things from uh, Web Clipper. A-, a lot of people have a specific thing they, they use it for, but they don't have a tangible way to find whatever they need super quickly. And um, I remember I was went down to San Jose once, ran into one of the VPs, and he was like, we're looking forward to your presentation. And I said, uh, great, yep, next Tuesday like usual. He's like, no, we need everything in half an hour. And I went back to my desk, and I'm like stressing because the stuff was buried in all kinds of systems and email and SharePoint. And I recall that that was the catalyst for me. I was like, I have to design a system where I can find things quickly so I'm not in these stressful situations because part of having a system you trust saves you time. But really, uh, for me, the biggest value is just dialing back the stress level by quite a bit because you know exactly how to capture things and how to find them exactly when you need them. You made a couple of good points. One of them is is just this notion, and I I tell people and I come from a financial background so I sort of think of of almost like a garbage in garbage out when you're looking at a financial model or something like that but I I tell people Evernote's the same way it's it's garbage in garbage out if you put in bad information or you don't really use it that much then it's not the thing that you always know that you can turn to to get what you want out of it and the flip side of that is if if it's your your guiding light or your center mass that you're always coming back to and you know that everything's in there. And I'm the same way. I have everything from recipes to screenshots or photos of of fashion that I like, of things that I want to put into my office to business ideas to meeting notes. I can pull up I can pull up meeting notes from any meeting that I've had in the last probably seven years within 10 seconds, right? Or as you say, within five seconds, uh, once I tag them appropriately. Um, <laughs> but it's amazing. It's like once you commit to actually dedicating and focusing your time and energy into it, it becomes, it's not a, it's not a linear increase in the effectiveness or the power that you get out of it. It's an exponential increase. It is. And from, from business context to just everyday life, uh, like our fridge was making noise the other day and, uh, just to paint two different scenarios. One, you just open, like called to get repairs and they want the receipt. So uh, just search for the tag receipt and the tag fridge and have it instantly. Or the alternative is where the hell's the receipt, digging through drawers, looking through emails, spending two hours hunting for something that's time you didn't have to start with. Um, So just psychologically, if if you put yourself in pressured situations um, and you're you're not able to focus on what's actually important because you're wasting time finding something that's necessary but not quite as important, it's just stealing time from your higher priorities. And so having a place to capture things and find them exactly when you need them saves you too from wasting time task switching as well because you're just more fluid in everything you do. I'm sure you're a omni-focused task kind of person, not as in the the platform, but working on one thing at a time. Definitely. And 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 even the idea of how Evernote interacts with stress and 
the the idea that I think about is this sort of the notion coming back to the notion of the external brain, right? The power for me in Evernote is that having all of this knowledge information externalized in something that I can trust and know that it's there and know that I can find it and recall it instantly frees up my processing power so that I can dedicate it completely to focusing on what I'm doing or I can unleash almost another level of creativity and thinking and focus onto anything because I know that I'm not I don't have anything else jumbling around in my head. I put it in Evernote and then I honestly just let go of it. And I know that I can find it and retrieve it the instant that I need it. And that peace of mind is really powerful in terms of of letting me get that focus and also cultivate more creative approaches to challenges or problems. Yeah, I agree. I have a module I, I teach called Planning Your Perfect Today. And, and what it is, is this template inside of Evernote that lets you get things out of your head. So you wake up, you're like, you know, I need to give Matt a ring. I need to, you know, do this or that. These things start flooding your head. And so having um, a place to get those off your mind, this is kind of getting things done stuff, get them off your mind. And then you can objectively review them and prioritize and sequence them and then choose your top three for that day. Uh, set your Pomodoro timer and actually dig in and get to work on what matters the most instead of attempting to hold that in your brain and it, it, it starts stealing focus from you. And there's a, a method I use and teach for figuring out what to put in Evernote because most, most everyone listening has Evernote on their phone right now. The question is, how do you know when to put things in there? And I'll give you a very simple way to do it. It's something I call the I dig it, I need it bell. It is the bell that goes off in your head when you recognize that something's either interesting or important to you. So let's say you're going through your inbox and you just booked a flight and your flight confirmation is sitting there. You'll hear a bell in your head. Sounds like that. When you hear that bell in your head, that is your cue to save that directly into Evernote right then. And then I teach how to tag that. And the method I use to do it, sometimes people have a tough time figuring out what tag should be, but it's actually very simple. Who, what, where, why? Who, what, where, why? And the reason this works so well, so I just booked a flight to Irvine because I'm speaking at an event down there next month. And so when the flight confirmation came in, I tagged it as follows, travel, flight, Southwest. I tagged it uh, based on the name of the event I'm speaking at and even the person who invited me to speak at that event. And so here's the cool thing about it. It's like it gives you different context points to pull that information up later, depending on how it pops into your head in the future. So if you're like, I've got a flight next month, uh, what's the info on that? Well, I can search for flight. Or if I'm like, what's everything involved in this upcoming event that I'm doing? I can pull up that tag. The flight will be there along with any other information about the event. And so it ends up being a very magical thing because you're, you're spoon feeding yourself the exact context points to get back to it immediately. And the next wave of power here comes from searching for one tag and then searching for another. So if I search for the tag flight, There'll be hundreds of flights there. Of course, this would be near the top because I just put it in there. But if I add in uh, the name of the event or I'm flying to Irvine, add a second tag, it will filter by only those. And this is how you find exactly what you need in five seconds. 
And so, like you said, with your 10,000 notes, you can pull up our last conversation immediately. So can I, I would pull up the tag Matt and I would pull up the tag notes and every conversation we've had would be there instantaneously. And tagging is one of the, well, well, zooming out even a little bit because this is, this ties back in this idea of tagging, but I consider myself a power user of Evernote, right? I mean, I have over 10,000 notes in Evernote. I've been using it religiously for almost 10 years at this point. And I constantly am raving and talking to people about how awesome Evernote is, how it's changed my life, how I, how I love it so much. And yet you came in and probably within 10 minutes of us having a conversation about it, I really didn't tag anything. It didn't really see the value or, or relevance of tagging. And yet just after our conversation, just implementing tagging has already had a huge increase in my ability to pull stuff up much more quickly and much more rapidly and instantly find whatever I want. And I've got so many notes, like it's impossible task to ever go back and tag all of them. But what I've done is basically every new note now is getting tagged. And then every time I search for something uh, and try to pull it up and access an older note, I just go ahead and throw four or five tags in there and it makes it so much easier and so much quicker. But I say all that to say, like, I'm somebody who's at the 1% probably. And, you know, I don't say that with any hubris. It's just like from raw amount of notes that I have of, of an Evernote user base. And like you still are dropping like tips left and right that I had no idea about. The You threw something out a minute ago about Siri. I don't even know what you're talking about. But that sounds like, oh, that sounds interesting. I wonder how I could use Siri to be more effective. No, I, I'll, exp- I'll explain that. And um, right before I do, though, I want to... I've had these debates with other friends of mine in the in the productivity world that aren't using tags. And they're like, Evernote search capabilities are ridiculously strong. I can find whatever I need. And the fact is they can. But here's the, here's a very logical and simple difference why tags are better. And that is as follows. If you search for the word car, Evernote's going to find it in any note any PDF, any handwritten note, it will find it. It will also find any word carpet or carpe diem or car anything. It's going to find that too. So you'll have to sift through it. But if you search for the tag car, you're only going to get what you intended to find when you captured it in the first place. Um, So kind of having that uh, in the back of your mind, uh, simply coming up with a tag or two, you don't necessarily need four or five tags per note. Even one or two usually does the trick, but it's always in context of what you're capturing. So as far as the Siri shortcuts go, this came out, of course, a few months back when Siri shortcuts came out in iOS 12. So when you're on the mobile version of Evernote on an iOS device, Uh, and you go into a note, you'll see those three little dots in the top right corner uh, that represent a menu icon. So you touch those, and one of them is going to be Siri shortcut. And the way to use that to great effect is anything that you're pulling up with some frequency. Like, I wouldn't make one for my notes from this conversation, but I do have one for that morning workout Um, I have one for my Kaiser card. I have one for things that like my booking links. I can just press Siri at any point, no matter what apps up, Um, just say booking links. It will open Evernote and open to the note that has my booking link so I can cut and paste them into other apps. And same thing, I walk into Kaiser, my healthcare provider, to say Kaiser card and show them my phone and, and I'm good to go. So those types of situations where things you would reference with some frequency, I have this uh, 
not particularly a, a morning affirmation guy, but I found one that I actually do enjoy and I have a shortcut for that as well. And uh, it's just really nice because it takes um, it takes the hunting out when there's little barriers to entry, even tiny ones. This this gets a little wild, Matt, like I have a treadmill desk. If there's like a Amazon box sitting on there, an empty one even, I might not walk on the thing because something's in the way. And I'm like, eh, you know, I'd have to move this or do that. Where if you make the path clear so that it's simple, then you will do it. There's a chair I meditate in before bed. And if there's clothes on it, there's a good chance I won't. And if it's perfectly clean and ready to go, there's a, a massive chance I will. So the point in bringing that up is design things to be frictionless. You literally just, in real time, I just realized I carry a very thin wallet. I have maybe five cards in my wallet and two of those cards are health insurance cards. <laughs> I just realized just now I could take both of those out and just take a picture and put them in Evernote. So you're in real time adding value to me because I just reduced the number of cards that I carry by like 25%. Just based on the <laughs> advice you just gave me. But I want to zoom out a little bit because we're getting really tactical and I think this stuff is important. But for people who are who are extreme power users like you and me, this is this is this is great. But let's say somebody who has Evernote or even they're thinking about it or they want to use it or they say, Oh, I should be using that, but I just can't get into it. What would be some really simple strategies to either start using it more regularly or maybe some basic principles that are that are really effective to get started with and get some value out of Evernote for someone who's not already way deep down the journey of using it. Oh, good point. So there's uh, a couple things. For one, there's something I created and teach called the power trifecta, and it is a combination of tools, workflows, and habits. And so what's missing in a lot of these conversations about tools like Evernote is people think it's about how the tool works. The, the fact is you do need to know that, but you also need to know how you should apply it to your life, to your business, profession, school, whatever it is you do. So you can have the best tool in the world, but if you're not applying it to your life and your business, then you don't actually have Evernote. You have hashtag Nevernote and Nevernote doesn't hook you up very often. And let's say you do know how to, to use it and you know how to apply it to your world. The next part is habits. You need to be in the habit of capturing the information so it's there when you need it. And uh, as I was mentioning earlier, the way to do it, this, this is the simple, simple way to do it. Simply recognize when something's interesting or important because that is your cue to put it into Evernote right then and tag it based on the who, what, where, why. And simply using those basic things it will start being easy. Let's say you're going through your email inbox. Most of it not going to be super relevant to you, but let's say you got a unsolicited testimonial from one of your star clients. You're going to hear that bell in your head. This is interesting and important. I'm going to need that. So that's your cue to save it directly into Evernote. Or let's say you're at Home Depot and the receipt spits out of the self-checkout. Just take a second and snap a picture of that receipt because when you get home, your wife might tell you the new fan you bought doesn't match the blinds correctly. So since the receipt might have blown around in your car, why, why put any risk of not being able to find the thing? These are simple things. You're going to hear the bell in your head. You come up with that great new idea for a blog post or a new product or a, a way to serve your client in a unique way. When you think of it, 
just write it down in Evernote. So step one, just get in the habit of realizing when you're coming across something that you find interesting or you know it's important and then save it in Evernote, tag it. And that's where everything starts getting a lot easier. And like I said, I teach people every day. I have thousands of students. I teach them how to save three hours a week. And when you save three hours a week, you reclaiming time in these little pockets uh, using the five-second superpower, saving three hours a week adds up to 144 hours a year or 18 working days of reclaimed time. And I will emphasize, at least for me, and actually a lot of my clients and students, that time savings is killer. I mean, the most valuable thing we have on the planet is time, but that's not the most valuable reward from learning this. It's dialing back the stress levels. It's killing the chaos of information overload uh, by giving yourself systems you trust. And uh, so to simply get started, get the app on the on your phone, log in there and learn the basics, how to make a new note. Simply click the new <laughs> new note button or plus sign um, and just get in the habit of doing that for anything in your world that's interesting or important. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hiring the right person takes time. Time that you often don't have. But you shouldn't let a time crunch get in the way of finding the right candidates for your business. That's why LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. In fact, I was on LinkedIn Jobs this morning looking for candidates to fill a key role in one of my businesses. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with hard and soft skills you're looking for so that you can hire the right person quickly. You can look for things like collaboration, creativity, and adaptability, looking beyond just work skills and resumes to connect you with the candidates who are a perfect match for your business. That's how LinkedIn makes sure that your job post gets in front of the people you actually want to hire, because they have a much better ability to get a deep insight into exactly who is the right candidate for you and your business. 
Find the right person meant for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want, and the first $50 is on them. Just visit linkedin.com slash success. Again, that's linkedin.com slash success to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. And you brought up another great point, which is something that I've intuitively developed over the last year, you know, five plus eight plus years using Evernote. And that's the the difference between I think Evernote is beautiful, one, because it's a it's a methodology to capture ideas and information, but it's also really effective at then consolidating and organizing them. And I and I think that's actually another principle from GTD or, or maybe from somewhere else. But it's this this idea that, you know, when I get up at three in the morning and I have this flash of insight and I have, oh, this is a great idea, I just open Evernote, jot it in typos, whatever, and just hit OK, close it. And then I'll get up the next morning or at at an absolute bare minimum, I have a, a weekly ritual of every Sunday going through my all the Evernote notes I've created in the last seven days. Um, and sometimes even going back further just to see what's been on my mind recently and consolidating those. So, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll keep a list. Well, in many different instances and for many different businesses and projects that I'm involved with, I have idea lists of, you know, hey, here's here's mm. all the marketing ideas I have for this company. And then if I get up in the middle of the night and I have an idea for it, I might just throw that as a new note. But then when I'm going through my consolidation, I'll add that to the list and then think about, okay, you know, I want to make sure this list is ranked in terms of priority and ease or whatever. And and there's a lot of ways to do that too. But And that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But all that to say, then I go, I just search for the tag for marketing ideas for that company. And I have a list of 25 ideas that I've come up with previously. And so I say, hey, I want to do some new marketing initiatives. Here's all the here's all the thinking I've already done around it. I can just cherry pick the top two or three off of that and start executing on them. Uh, that's perfect. So a couple of quick ideas about that. If you want to consolidate into a single note list like you're referring to, that would be a good example of a note to create a theory shortcut for. So let's say you were consulting, it could be your own company or you're consulting another company. You just make a series shortcut for marketing ideas for Acme Productivity Company. So that way you can pull them up immediately. The other way to do it, and I do these things both ways, I'll give you two examples, but uh, the other way I would do that where you never actually have to go back and consolidate them would be when one of those ideas pop in, you you capture it like you noted and then I tag it idea and then I tag it the name of the company. So in the future, when I want those, I simply search for those two tags. All these separate notes will come up that have those and I, I've got them right there. An example of a, a note that I do use a consolidated list would be like when I get oil changes in the car, I'll um, just pull up the same note and track them in there. So you can certainly do it either way, whatever kind of connects and reflects best with the way you work and think. The most streamlined way in general is to simply make a new note and tag it, you know, idea and, and the name of the company because, oh, well, other than that series shortcut idea that gets you straight to that note to start with. Uh, so there's there's always more than one way to do it. I lean more toward the just making a new note and tagging it approach. Well, you bring up a great point too, which is, a lot of times, and I, I think I'm as guilty of, of this as anybody, but a lot of times it's so easy to get caught up in trying to do it perfectly 
and and saying, oh, I screwed up. I forgot to enter this idea or, oh, I, you know, I forgot to use Evernote last week or, oh, I'm not doing it the exact right, you know, step by step, every single little thing. Right. And then so you just give up and stop doing it, which is which is the worst possible thing. Like even if you're using it to 20 percent of its capacity, you can get huge dividends from from oh, from sure. applying it. And just because it's being, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Like your method for categorizing ideas, you don't have to have a neat, perfect curated list. You could just throw it in there with some typos, tag it up. And then when you have that search, you can still find all the relevant information. And so there's no one perfect way. And a lot of times getting caught up in in needing or having or thinking that it has to be this exact perfect strategy or it has to be exactly a certain way. And then you give up and say, ah, just too hard to do Evernote because I can't get it organized the way I want. You know, you're sometimes giving up a huge opportunity to really externalize a lot of your ideas and make your thinking a lot more clear. Yeah, I agree. I feel like uh, even if you didn't use some of the cool stuff we're talking about, you'd have a significant advantage simply just capturing stuff in there and never tagging. Some people that buy my uh, programs or hire me for consulting, they wish they had were starting with this fresh clean slate, right? They're like, oh, if only I'd learned this and done this to start with. And I, I, of course, that'd be lovely, right? But I still think they're at a significant advantage over people who are starting today because if they have uh, this whole array of, of content in Evernote, maybe they don't feel it's super organized, they still get the benefit of using search. So now they can search for whatever they want and they have that advantage over people that didn't start earlier who have nothing to search for yet until they start putting things in there. And here's another cool point. Some people have a hodgepodge of stuff, ways you can start organizing what you already have without going painstakingly back through all the notes is simply, let's say you're going through and found a bank statement. Look for a string of text on there that's only going to be in your bank statements and search for that. And then next thing you know, all the bank statements show up immediately you uh, command A to highlight them all and tag them all at once. So you can start organizing some of the more important items in your your backlog of stuff. And I can (laughs) tell you firsthand the feeling you get inside when you need something and you're able to pull it up instantly. Like I do a a lot of uh, shows and, and interviews and stuff. And sometimes the host may not have my bio handy or something like they didn't see it in, in the email. So I can go to Evernote, search for the tag bio. It's up instantly, copy a link, message it to them or text them. That feels good. What doesn't feel good is when you need something that you know should be in Evernote, you go and look and it's not there because you didn't put it in. The difference in the feeling, one, you feel like a rock star who can do anything and the other feels so hollow because you know you let yourself down. Um, and so all I'm getting at there is by getting in the habit of allowing yourself to be a rock star, listening to the I dig it, I need it bell and following it every time, it's that cue that triggers a routine that delivers a reward. And we want the reward to be time savings and killing the chaos of information overload. And that's that's exactly what this solution delivers. This might be a little bit going back to the, the deeper, more power user-esque questions, but I'm curious for someone who has so many notes, do you ever have, let's say you, and, and this may not be directly applicable, but let's say you were working on a project or you change jobs and suddenly you have 700 notes 
from an old project or a company that you sold and you're no longer involved with, do you look, do you just keep those in there? Do you look to archive them? Do you, how do you typically handle if you have a large chunk of information that no longer is, is relevant or, or potentially you want in there? Yeah. So uh, actually, when Evernote invited me to their campus to do a Facebook Live for their audience, they asked me the same question. And my approach to it, it's it's just mine. It's not something I'm saying everyone should do. But basically, I have 39,000 notes right now. And I have stuff from way back in the day. That The question was, do you go back through and do kind of house cleaning and purge older things? Uh, the short answer is I don't. I don't see a need to spend time on that. I have a lot higher priority uh, ways to spend my time. That said, there's some very simple ways to do it. So if you are in the mood to do some house cleaning with your Evernote stuff, it is easy to do. For one, you can do searches for any notes that are over a certain age, and then you could glance through those and figure out if you could purge them. Two, you could pull up a tag or a notebook for a project or team that just isn't in your world anymore whatsoever. Like you just know you're not going to need it. Sure. Blow it away. And the other trick I use occasionally is if I just know I'm capturing something that I'm certainly never going to need again after a certain date or point, I simply tag it delete later. And then, um, so I'm pre-identifying as I capture it, that I'm not going to need this information later on purpose. So let's say it was a digital ticket to a show or something, something where after you use it, it's no longer uh, valuable to you. Then you could tag it, delete later, and every month or two just pull that up and <laughs> delete it later. So there's some simple ways to do it. I haven't seen a huge advantage to spending time that way, but it is very easy to kind of prune it down using techniques like that. What's interesting, the theme that I've seen again and again from the way that you approach this and the way you've answered some of these questions is is almost like the philosophy from, I'm forgetting the exact term, but like lean manufacturing, right? The idea of touch it once and that's it. So you, when it enters, you tag it up, touch it, get it the way you want it to be, and then you don't ever come back and edit or mess with it again. And you can if you want to, but it's really from an efficiency standpoint, you're basically saying you want to do maybe one second extra on the front end to get it tagged and categorized correctly, and then you don't mess with it anymore after that, other than looking it up again. Yeah, that uh, there's something else I, I teach uh, called a, a working space. Uh, so those those are the types of things I come back to and I do go back to notes and continue working on them. But to your point, yes, I, I absolutely think it's worth spending an extra second or two to come up with a couple tags that saves you so much time later. Basically, w what you're doing is in investing in saving yourself time in the future. So at, at the expense of that extra second, like for these notes I'm taking right now, how long did it take me to type your name, the word podcast, and science of success? <laughs> Doesn't take, like, I'm a pretty quick typer. That probably took literally three seconds, if that. So for me, it, it's certainly worth it because when we talk again in, in a week or two or, or whatever, or in six months, I just search for your name and bam, we're picking up right where we left off, maintaining momentum. Quick best practice for, for anyone using Evernote if, if you're in meetings throughout the day. As a habit, uh, when you sit down for a new meeting, simply make a new note. It's just part of your, your flow. This is how Matt does it. It's how I do it. Sit down for a meeting, make a new note. Tag it with the person's name. Tag it with 
the reason you're meeting with them, the who, what, where, why. And then as you're taking notes throughout the conversation, anytime there's an action item, simply click the little checkbox that's a, a task. And that way, when you're scanning through your notes at the end of the call, especially if you're going call to call to call throughout the day, it's super nice to just scan through, see any of the actions and a nice little best practice perk I would throw in there too. Right when you hang up, glance through it, identify what those actions are, set a reminder on it if you need to, if there's a follow-up or cut and paste those tasks into a task manager. Um, But a little trick I've been using that I am enjoying is writing a little sentence or two summary of the meeting and outcomes and next steps at the top. So when I pull up our notes a week from now, I don't have to go dive in and figure out what I meant in my notes, but I give myself a a nice little summary. So to recap things, give me in, in one or two sentences why you think Evernote is so important and so powerful and why people should use it. I consider Evernote the foundation. It's the cornerstone of sanity. It doesn't mean that we're not using other tools. In fact, I'm a a big fan of using the right tool for the job. But in my professional opinion, Evernote is the foundation of all of it. And so let's say you're writing a book or some long scripts or something like that. Google Docs would be the appropriate choice because you can track changes. It's the right tool for the job, but it plays nicely with Evernote. In fact, it natively integrates with Evernote so that I can use Google Docs with my team. And then that Google Doc is linked inside of Evernote and tagged Google Docs. It's tagged copywriting. It's tagged whatever I need it to be. So I can still find whatever I need in five seconds and Evernote's leading me to exactly where the the info is. So to me, this is a a pillar of productivity and I would be utterly lost without it. So I'm quite grateful that not only I get to benefit from it every day, but I get to reach millions of people a year, helping them get organized and kill the chaos of information overload. In fact, right after this session, I'm jumping on a meeting with the new CEO of Evernote. Very exciting. And that just goes to show what an expert you are that the CEO of Evernote is calling you and having meetings with you and asking you for advice and feedback about the platform. Yeah, it, it will be a, a, a community call. And I, I met with Chris, the last CEO, a few times. I even got him to plug my course on camera. <laughs> nice. Well, so for listeners who want to concretely implement this, want to start taking action on this, what would be an action step or a piece of homework you would give them to begin the journey of letting Evernote change your life? I would recommend they write down this URL and then go there. It is sos.killthechaos.pro slash training. That's sos.killthechaos.pro slash training. And what that will do is get you on an actual training where Matt and I dive into all the core features of Evernote and exactly how to use them. And we dig deeper into the power trifecta. For those of you who are just eager to get going this second, simply make sure you have Evernote on your phone or computer log into your accounts, start getting comfortable with making a new note and listen for the I dig it, I need it bell to be your trigger to capture things in Evernote right then. And I can assure you the liberation that comes with it is it comes in very short order. It's uh, certainly worth your time. 
And thanks for sharing that URL. That's right. Uh, I've partnered up with Charles. I think what he's doing is so important. I'm such a huge fan, advocate, absolute power, super user of Evernote. And that's why I wanted to bring him in and conduct a free training for all the Science of Success listeners. You can go check that out and sign up at sos.killthechaos.pro slash training. Beautiful. Charles, thank you for coming on the show and sharing all this knowledge. Oh, my pleasure, Matt. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to The Science of Success. We created this show to help you, our listeners, master evidence-based growth. I love hearing from listeners. If you want to reach out, share your story, or just say hi, shoot me an email. My email is matt at successpodcast.com. That's M-A-T-T at successpodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I read and respond to every single listener email. I'm going to give you three reasons why you should sign up for our email list today by going to successpodcast.com, signing up right on the homepage. There's some incredible stuff that's only available to those on the email list, so be sure to sign up, including an exclusive curated weekly email from us called Mindset Monday, which is short, simple, filled with articles, stories, things that we found interesting and fascinating in the world of evidence-based growth in the last week. Next, you're getting an exclusive chance to shape the show, including voting on guests, submitting your own personal questions that we'll ask guests on air, and much more. Lastly, you're going to get a free guide we created based on listener demand, our most popular guide, which is called How to Organize and Remember Everything. You can get it completely for free, along with another surprise bonus guide by signing up and joining the email list today. Again, you can do that at successpodcast.com, sign up right at the homepage, or if you're on the go, just text the word SMARTER, S-M-A-R-T-E-R, to the number 44222. Remember, the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to a friend, either live or online. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us an awesome review and subscribe on iTunes because that helps boost the algorithm that helps us move up the iTunes rankings and helps more people discover the science of success. Don't forget, if you want to get all the incredible information we talk about in the show, links, transcripts, everything we discuss, and much more, be sure to check out our show notes. You can get those at successpodcast.com. Just hit the show notes button right at the top. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Science of Success. <laughs> <laughs>